Welcome back, everybody. On today's episode, we're discussing Brandon Cronenberg's sci-fi horror film, Infinity Pool, which stars Alexander Skarsgård, Mia Goth, and Cleopatric Coleman. Infinity Pool centers around novelist James Foster, who is vacationing at a seaside resort in the country of Latoka with his wife, Em. James hasn't published a novel in six years and is hoping to find inspiration for his next book while on their trip. While walking along the beach, James meets a fan named Gabby, and he and his wife later agree to join Gabby and her husband for a countryside picnic, despite being warned to stay within the resort. That night, as they are returning from their forbidden adventure, James accidentally runs over and kills a local man, a crime that is punishable by death in the country. However, Latoka has a unique justice system that offers rich tourists a way out. Pay a significant fee to have yourself cloned and observe as your duplicate is killed in your place. What follows is the most demented vacation imaginable. Guys, I've got a feeling we're not going to see eye to eye on this one. What were your thoughts on Infinity Pool? Bobby, you want to take this one? I would love to take the reins on this one. (laughs) Um, I thought Infinity Pool was a very bizarre movie. It's very weird, and it kind of really leans into that weirdness a lot. There was... Usually, it it takes a lot for a movie to actually, like, skeeve me out, but there's one scene, I'm sure you guys are thinking of the same one, that it was just so bizarre to me. I wonder if it will be the same one I'm thinking of. The orgy? Uh, Yes, but it wasn't the... The stuff oozing out of a nipple. Yes. It was like, it looked like dirt or like mud coming out, and I I did not... horrifying. I did not like that. It was... Muddy nips. It was really... uh, It it skeeved me out. Yeah, it was gross. (laughs) And um, overall, it was like, it's like a very artsy movie. I think at some points it does come off a little bit like pretentious in the way it's presented. Maybe that's just the way I, you know saw it but i still like the movie i I didn't think it was bad um what about you guys i feel like i liked like the beginning was cool i feel like i could like the concept and i feel it had such like great potential to be something Mm -hmm. way cooler but then it was just so fucking weird like (laughs) i so it was too weird for you it's hard to say because i'm a very weird person and i like weird Mm -hmm. shit but I'm just like, what the fuck was you I draw watching? Draw the line at bloody nipples. <laughs> there was no vampires in it. That's why she didn't like it. True. No, it's just, like nice vacation getaway. Try to get mm-hmm. inspo for your next novel. Great, and then the whole cloning process is very weird to me. And mm-hmm. how they make you watch, I don't understand it because obviously they say it's like justice. The person that he killed his brothers were going to come and execute the clone or whatever his family sitting in the front row yes to um to watch it occur Mm. you can't see the same motherfucker sitting in the back row like (laughs) you obviously you know it's not him so that doesn't make any sense to me how is that justice if you're just like watching a big person be stabbed to death and it does bring me to that point where when they're in that group mm-hmm. that have all been cloned at one point in time, because they go yeah, back every year. Yeah. yeah. When that one guy was like, did you ever consider, like, maybe we're the swapped version? And mm-hmm. I'm like, how would anyone ever know that? 
you could just be like a weird clone. And I did think that happened to him in the beginning because he was like smiling, watching himself being stabbed mm-hmm. to death. So I'm like, the real person, like the real human being is being murdered and like nobody would ever know. That's a fascinating point. Uh, None of you thought that. <laughs> well, I, 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 it does like try to make you think that a little bit. I agree. Do you think that you would be like smirking as you're watching a clone of yourself being stabbed to death? No. I don't. Yeah, like it's just a weird reaction <laughs> to me. I don't like. It's just weird. Well, uh, he, he was smirking. I believe the way I read it is because he the whole movie is sort of about his rebirth in a way he's kind of a loser he's a, <laughs> he's, 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 a, he's a writer whose book sucked and wasn't successful book. yeah book it's been six years since he yeah. wrote that book nobody read it nobody cared by his own admission it was terrible uh he's his wife has all the money he doesn't make money he's mooching off of her basically and he, he's in this place, in this position, where he can watch that version of himself die, and he can tap into something more primal and have control. It's almost like satire of like toxic masculinity in that way. I do agree with you, but at that point, I don't think he was, because he had then gone on those weird fucking outings with Gabby and her husband and that whole mm-hmm. group. And that's when she was just like, you have to do this in order to, like, yeah, she's kind kill of pushing the... Yeah. yeah. So if you like, at that, when he watches this clone die for the first yeah. time, that wasn't going through his head. So I'm just Maybe wondering... he was thinking... Maybe he was... Had, maybe had, had like, like, rumblings of those feelings without cheating fully death? I don't know. going into it. As for the weirdness of the movie, <clears throat> uh, Brandon Cronenberg's other movies, uh, Antiviral and Possessor, are also both very weird. And his dad is David Cronenberg, who made, like, The Fly and Scanners and Videodrome, so they're very I unfortunately like, weird. can't say that I've seen any of them that well, you've just mentioned. We should, uh, we should get on that as soon as possible, but th- they're all very weird, bizarre sort of movies, so this really falls in line with that. Um, going back to, you were talking about how, like, how would you know if you were the clone or if you were the original or whatever. And I, I think that's like a huge part in the movie where like, they don't really even care if they are a clone mm-hmm. of the year. Cause they said that the clone has all the same memories. It's basically right. like an exact yeah. copy. So, I mean, even if you were the clone, you'd have no idea. You would think that you were the original. And there's a couple movies that have like ideas like this. And, um, there's the scene where they they tell James that they're kidnapping, what was it, the uh, the chief, like mm-hmm. the police chief or whatever. Yeah. And they come out with the guy with a bag over his head and they start beating the shit out of him and James starts pissing on him <laughs> and one of the other guys starts peeing on him. And then they take the the cloak off his head and it's like a copy of James. Like it's yeah. it's another clone of him. And this like really freaked him out and like psyched him out and he ran to his room and like started like locking the door, freaking out, and they're, like, pointing up at him through the window, laughing, and, like, with their creepy mask on. Love those masks, by the way. They're very cool. Yeah, yeah. basically, like, making him feel like a bitch and then being like, why are you acting like a bitch? <laughs> <laughs> well. And um, I think the whole, like, idea to this movie is, like, 
if you if there was anything like this in real life, people would feel basically invincible, like they could do literally anything and get away with it. And well, that's they do. That's why they go back every year. Right, exactly. And they're you know they're tourists in a country, and it's kind of like you know they just get to basically have free reign and do whatever yeah. they want. Yeah, that reads as a satire to me too. Of you know wealthy people can yeah. do whatever they want and get away with it. There, there's yeah. no real punishment <laughs> for the crime. Also, I feel like the country at one point would be like, nah, you're not going to be there. <laughs> but they're putting so much money into the country Wagner, because they have to pay yeah. so much money. That one, have scene, that one scene where they're like, uh, what, what did they do? They broke in, they like threatened one of the, uh, the police officers or something, and they had like a gun to his head, and then they got arrested afterwards, obviously. And they were like, we're not going to tolerate this. We're going to have to like make a showing or something. And then it like shows them all lined up about to be executed. And then people start clapping and it's them in the stands watching yeah, the execution. Yeah. It's just like, <laughs> that was such a cool scene just to show like, you know, they, they really do have like so much power just because they have money. Yeah. They can get away with literally like anything. I actually thought it was really, I thought that they were actually going to be executed. So mm -hmm. I'm like finding their like meeting their fucking yeah what they deserve <laughs> it, was, it was very funny when it like panned and, and it you're was like god damn it they yeah. didn't really die <laughs> yeah. Yeah. damn uh, i i think the entire movie kind of has an undercurrent of this really dark humor that uh doesn't always land for me but when it does it's very funny and it's unapologetically mean in that humor and you yeah. know and its message it's it's very cool in that way. I admired that about it. As well as the performances, mm -hmm. uh, Alexander Skarsgård and Mia Goth especially were both fantastic in this movie. Mm -hmm. Mia Goth continues to impress in the horror genre. You know, last year she had X and Pearl, which her performance in Pearl is one of the greatest uh, horror performances I've ever seen. And in this, she's, you know, it, it's up there with her performance in Pearl. She's very demented in this movie. <laughs> James. <laughs> I, I was telling Laura that she's so good at acting crazy that it makes me wonder if she's actually, actually. crazy in real life. And then I said she's married to Shia LaBeouf, so she has to be fucking bonkers. And, <laughs> um, yeah, like you said, she she absolutely killed it in Pearl. In X, she was very good, and she's a, she's a really good actor. Um, Skarsgård, Alexander Skarsgård, also did a fantastic job. Um, it it really does a good job of making you feel almost bad for him but at the same time he's such like a piece of shit that it's hard to feel bad for him like especially when he had to uh towards the end when he was sleeping in that farmhouse and then they, they came out with another clone of him that they were like keeping as a dog on a leash yeah. oh yeah and they had they like told him to kill him and he said he wouldn't and then he started fist fighting him and killed him and yeah dogs dying in horror movies you know <laughs> <laughs> it's on the rise and it's really it's, uh, rude actually <laughs> yeah that scene like almost makes you really feel for james but then you think about like all the the stuff that he has done up until this point, he's he's really like not very redeemable at all. Yeah. I um, I think it. I the part I liked was when he like thinks he's getting out. He's on the bus. He's, yeah. He's like oh, yeah. yeah, and then like <laughs> halfway through his voyage, they come pulling up on the side, and they're like, <laughs> "You thought you were leaving." <laughs> Which I also don't understand because, like, why do they give a fuck that this guy is gonna like get through his life battle? Like, why do they care? And why not they, just let him go? They actually told him when they were like walking back or driving back and having him walk in front that like the earlier and through the midway of the movie, it makes it seem like he's kind of like in their clique and they're kind of like all you know like a gang hanging out. But then at that scene towards the end when they're driving back, 
Mia Goth's character, I forget her name, she Gabby. specifically, Gabby, she specifically says, we think you're pathetic. We yeah. think you're pathetic and we were just going to have fun with you, like make fun of you basically for this, our vacation. And then... It's like, don't you have something better to do with your vacation <laughs> though? Like... That, I think that's like, the point though is they're so like depraved that this is the kind of stuff that gets them off. So do something fucking cool in your normal <laughs> life instead of, like, rearranging your fucking furniture. It is, it is very funny, that conversation they're having when they're on the way back. <laughs> yeah, like, nothing it's ever just happened. very it's normal stuff. Normal. Yeah. Yeah. Vacation is over. We're back to just being Gotta normal go back every to day. He's going straight to work. Yeah. Oh, did you tell him you left the key under the rock? Yeah. Or yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile... Like you didn't just murder some yeah. guy and, like... Meanwhile, Scarscard's in the back of the bus and cannot wrap his head around anything that's happened and yeah. he can't come back to reality. He's stuck in this vacation mindset that he was in. Because he's really the clone. He can't go back to reality. <laughs> I think it's safe to say he's got a lot of inspiration for his next book. <laughs> he's never going to write it. He's a loser. It's <laughs> pretty brutal. I mean, he was there at in on the island by himself laying in the rain. Mm -hmm. he's, not, he's not doing shit. So, like Kurt was saying, like, uh, a big theme in this movie seems to be, like, rebirth. Obviously, it's called Infinity Pool, and, like, you know, you make a clone of yourself, and you can keep on living while that clone gets killed or whatever. So, I guess it's kind of pretty on the nose. But um, the ending scene where he's, like, at the airport waiting, and it gets so loud, and it's, like, almost like shell shock. And then it shows that he's sitting there alone. He's obviously been waiting there for a long time. And then he goes back to uh, to the resort. Mm -hmm. uh, what did you guys think of the ending? Like, what what was your takeaway from that? Could he not handle yeah. reality? Do you think that he just rather would live in a society like that? Yeah, it's I, not like I, he I, can really clone himself again because it's not like yeah. M's going to keep sending him money. So, uh, I think it it really does just come down to that he can't handle going back to reality because he's a loser. He doesn't have anything. Everything he has is his wives, right. and they're on the rocks. That's not going to work out. Everything that he was was what he saw in himself while he was there. And going back to the real world, he the other people who went back, they all had, had lives, they yeah. had success, they had power, they had wealth. Mm -hmm. He doesn't have that. Mm -hmm. So he's gonna wait on the island until he come back the next <laughs> well, year. It was like monsoon <laughs> season. You saw the yeah. rain dumping on him, so <laughs> there was a uh, one scene where James is like sitting in like a lawn chair chilling out smoking a cigar or something this is right after m left and um what's mia goth's character's name again i'm gabby. sorry gabby comes up and is talking to him and basically tells him that m is like the type of woman that like just likes to manipulate you and like wants to make you feel like you're not powerful and she's like mm -hmm. you've got to take your power back and sometimes that requires blood and, like obviously it's foreshadowing that he's gonna you know, yeah. kill himself basically. She's saying the wife is clone. manipulative while she's manipulating. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of blood, at the that scene where he does have to fight himself, mm -hmm. who is a dog version yeah. of himself. Woof. That was brutal, by the way. He comes scene. up with his bloody hand, and then <laughs> she smears it from his hand onto her titty, and then. He sucks on it like he's nursing. And, and the funniest part, yeah. I don't know if you guys like noticed it, but Alexander Skarsgård lips <laughs> when he was like fake nursing on her. <laughs> he's like, <laughs> 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 
You were, uh, <laughs> you were so rolling down in this titty fucking it, it was the weirdest thing. And he was like, like whimpering. It's while like, it's like a baby. T- exactly. It's like the yeah, whole rebirth. I get thing. it, but I'm saying it's fucking weird. It is weird, and it is Why funny. Why are you sucking And I feel like they pit. all knew that it was funny. Yeah. I don't know how they filmed that. That that fight scene between him and himself was brutal. Like when he's punching him, he literally like punches his eyeball like, like out. Through, yeah, I guess he's really fucking done with his own shit. He's like, "Wow, I'm such a fucking loser. I need to beat the shit out of myself." <laughs> I think for all of the things I really admire about Infinity Pool, I kept coming back to this hollow feeling. Like, it felt cold and disconnected for me, in a way, where, while I thought the things that were happening on screen were cool and, you know, very stylistic, I I just wasn't connecting with it, really. It wasn't, you know, resonating with me very much. And so there were times while I was watching the movie where I was like, I don't know if I, as much as I admire it, I don't know if this is something I ever need to watch again. Oh, yeah. And... At one point, I was like, I don't even know if I'm, like, having a good time watching this. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, so I wasn't really prepared to give it a very high score. Mm-hmm. And then as the night went along, I kept thinking about it. Yeah. And all throughout today, I've been thinking about it. And it's just growing and growing and growing on me. Because it's just so, like, out of left field. Well, it reminds me a bit of like Stanley Kubrick films like The Shining and uh, A Clockwork Orange and that you just feel very cold and disconnected and you know the characters are doing horrible things you can't on an emotional there's no emotional connection because you don't relate to these people but it's it just it just grows on you and it's so well made and I feel like this is a movie that 10-15 years from now people are really going to look back on and hold to a certain standard it's very great technical filmmaking and uh i I I feel like now i do want to watch it again and see if it resonates with me more than Mm -hmm. now that it's grown on me on a personal level yeah i can say it hasn't (laughs) (laughs) i won't ever need to watch this again now, we were talking in the car earlier, and you were saying how... Because last night, when we watched the movie, you said, I would rather watch Missing again than watch Infinity Pool again. But then this morning, you flipped it around, and you were like, you know, on second thought, I would rather watch Infinity Pool again than watch Missing again. And then I was like, I wouldn't ever want to watch either of them again. <laughs> <laughs> Which, uh, I mean, we all give Missing a pretty... Low Hopefully. score, yeah. yeah. Actually, I don't remember. I, I, I know, I know, I was two point five out of five, and I was higher. Yeah, I was gonna everybody. say, but mine wasn't that high. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure I was a one on missing. Yeah, you were. You wanted to give it a zero. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was pretty brutal. Um, one thing in Infinity Pool, I wish they had done more with was like the actual cloning scene. Like they did have the scene where they put that thing in his mouth to like keep his mouth open, and then yeah. they throw him in a room where like it fills up with. Like blood, it looked like. I'm not sure. Some it's kind of very red fluid. weird, and it's just on the ground. Like, I don't get what that thing and that blue stuff that comes out of like the corner. Mm-hmm. I feel like they don't really go into detail on the actual yeah. cloning process. It's just, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I wish that we had a little bit more 
you know, visuals mm -hmm. as far as it goes with that because, you know, we really lift with our imagination there, which in some cases could be good, but I really mm -hmm. wanted to see, like, how they went about doing it. Obviously, this is, you know, like a fictional thing. You're not gonna, just going to clone a person exactly and keep their memories and everything, yeah. so. But it still would have been cool to see some kind of, you know, example yeah. of how it's done. I'm curious how much we didn't see because I was reading earlier that Infinity Pool was initially rated NC-17 and they filed an appeal for it, like, oh, against it, and uh, the MPA kept the rating. They were like, NC-17. So they had to do re-edits to get it down to a rated R film. So I'm curious, as brutal and graphic as the film is, what was left on the cutting room floor? Yeah, can they ever like show that footage or no? If there's ever like a director's cut or something, I'm sure. Yeah, there's a lot of nudity, a lot of violence that five minute pointless orgy scene, orgy scene. <laughs> i don't know if it was pointless but it, it, it did seem like it kind of overstayed its welcome a little bit it, there's no need for it to be as long as it was <laughs> like i don't know did it make you uncomfortable it didn't make me uncomfortable. It's just like after like a minute, you're just like, okay, like what the fuck is the point? I kind of I like that it kind of grew more and more grotesque as it went along. I also yeah. don't. They don't tell you that it's gonna have like the flash. Yeah, like the strobing lights. And yeah, stuff. until yeah. right before. Yeah, literally right before the movie starts. Yeah. you watch all the previews, everything, and then. Literally, the second before the movie starts, oh, well, if you have uh, epilepsy, yeah. that's probably the best for you. And it's not like it's all throughout the movie, but there are a couple of scenes where it's There's really yeah. flashing. Yeah. I was like, this is going to be one hell of a way to find out that I have epilepsy. <laughs> yeah, fair warning to any of you listeners who have any kind of photosensitivity issues, because yes, like, like Kurt was just saying, I mean, we obviously don't have anything like that, and even we were just like, this is a lie. Like, it's very intense, lots of bright, flashing colors, and... Uh, I, I kind of wish I knew what that drug that they were taking was. They were, like, lighting a branch on fire. Yeah, some kind of root. I don't think they really yeah. explain it. I, I think they, she's, they, she's they, says what like it is. from the gods or yeah, something. Yeah. It's very weird. Yeah. But also... I'm not huffing anything. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's trying to make that so No, but it's some, like... Like, obviously... She's very weird. If yeah. someone was just like, oh, let's take this to elevate to the next level, I'd be like, get the fuck away from me. <laughs> to be fair, you won't take a Benadryl if you're having an allergic reaction. <laughs> well, we all can't be a pill poppers. Did any of you guys have like a favorite moment in the movie or a moment that specifically stuck out to you? When his wife was just like, I'm out of here. <laughs> that would have been me. She's like, how could you be so calm and cool? Like, just watching yourself die. Which, Like a robot, is, she said, right? Yeah, very fucking weird. And his response was, like, very robotic to it, too. Like, he... Oh, going downstairs to find my passport. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which he had hidden. By yeah, the like, what? Yeah. I do want to know, like, he, did he not want to leave just solely based off of that one experience he had with Gabby and... Yeah, that's the way I read it, was that he felt something that he doesn't feel in the real world, and he wasn't ready to let it go yet. He, he killed... To... He ran someone over. And got away with it. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. 
I'd be sobbing to like. <laughs> it's just weird to me that someone could like just take a life and be like, well, oh well. <laughs> yeah, if you got enough money, you can put off the hook. Uh, as for favorite scene, I I don't really know if I if one moment stands out more than the others to me, but I did really like a scene toward the end before the gang like catches back up with them. He's uh like he's been shot and he's lying in bed and he's like dreaming and they're mm-hmm. having these crazy like hallucinations. Yeah, and he sees the oldest son of the man that he accidentally killed. And his face just turns into so, so like wide eyed and demented, and then they start like pulling his like <laughs> face apart. Cool. I really loved that, and uh, we mentioned it where he where he's beating the dog clone version of himself to a <laughs> yeah. bloody pulp was very cool, very gnarly. And Laura mentioned earlier when the bus uh, is pulled over and Mia Goth is like, James, <laughs> what are you doing? You big baby. Yeah. yeah it's so funny. Whiny. So aggravating that voice. Wow. She, no, she at that, when she's yelling, Goth. James, that's uh, her voice during the whole film is fine. But just that, that one scene where she's like, James. yeah, I, I love it. I'm going to say, I'm gonna, if anybody <clears throat> has that name that I'm talking to, <laughs> I also that scene that you were talking about where he had already been shot and he was like having all those wild dreams is when the person choking him out became M yeah. his wife yeah and I thought that was pretty cool yeah it's like could you imagine if like all this is really happening and she actually like stayed on the island mm-hmm. she's like I think it was like symbolic of the power that she had over, over him. him yeah yeah but I I really cool. like that scene also where it was the um the oldest son of the family of the guy he ran over and the head is just like splitting open. It, was, yeah. it reminded me of, um, you remember in smile, mm-hmm. um, that one scene where it's like the, the psych patient and it's like, obviously she's having a hallucination or something and he just starts like ripping his face open. It was yeah. so cool. Um, I thought that was really cool. And another scene that I thought was like very like somber, um, was when he had the three urns and he's packing them away yeah. in his luggage. It's just like, yeah, I thought that played so <laughs> hilariously for me. Yeah. <laughs> just like, the no, fact gotta, that he gotta, gotta make sure these are time. safe. Yeah. <laughs> that was so funny to me. So I gotta ask, I think Laura already pretty much, uh, answered, you know, what she thought about this, but do you guys think that at the end of the movie it's the same James at the beginning of the movie, or do you think it's a clone or a replicant? I think it's the same James. I I think that uh, he just he didn't want to go back to the real world. He couldn't go back to the real world because he had a taste of being something more than himself. I think it's the same one. Um, in the beginning, after the first clone dies, I that's what I thought that it was. They switched out um, the real James for the clone, and that's why he's, like, smirking. But towards the end, realizing how pathetic he actually is, I think it's the real <laughs> <laughs> Right, but the clone would have had those same feelings and emotions as well. Yeah. But, but I'm, I'm also with Kurt. I think it's the same James beginning to end, and it was the clones who were killed off. Well, as soon as this is streaming at home, we're going to get so many YouTube videos. <laughs> James was actually a <laughs> duplicate. People are going to do this a is deep hell. dive. Yeah, deep they're going to There's going to be like one scene where he's got like a nick on his ear. And be like, yeah. It wasn't the same James. Yeah. It's going to be like Inception with the spinning top. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
And actually, how um, during that scene where they did bring in the chief officer with the mm-hmm. thing over his head, and she's like, oh, we were just messing with you. We uh, had the people make an extra clone. I'm wondering, they took their money <laughs> to pay to make extra clones just because they thought this guy was so pathetic. And also, how'd that work? Because didn't they have to have him come in with like all the stuff on and like put well, him in the chamber? Maybe after maybe you do it once and you get But I'm wondering why they would all be in that room with the white gowns on again. Because that would mean they would all have to be. Redone, I thought right? being in the room with the white gowns was just their way of like Getting your prisoners. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah. I guess it's up to interpretation. <laughs> Uh, what would you guys do if you, uh, had the ability to <laughs> not be punished for your crimes, have a duplicate, um, uh, killed in your place? What's the first thing you would do? No. I have such a guilty <laughs> conscience. I was, I would never be able to live with myself if mm-hmm. I took another human being's life. Even if it was an accident, there's no fucking way. I'd just be like, No. So you'd just be killed by the firstborn son. Yeah. I don't know if I'd want to go out in that fashion, but sure, you could <laughs> kill me. I don't want to get stabbed 18,000 times in my stomach, but... I would absolutely want to have a clone, but not to do <laughs> crimes to get away with. I would, I'd be very democratic about this, too. I would have my clone go to work one day. I would go the next day. We'd split everything 50-50. Cleaning, you don't get to keep the laundry. clone. What do you mean? But The clone dies gonna, for you. I'm not going to have the clone do any... You know, crimes or anything, though. But you've already committed the crime. That's why you get a clone. What are you talking about? Why not just get a clone without committing a crime? They never said that was off the table. So, they did say, though, that the clone feels feels and thinks the same way that you do, right? Mm -hmm. So, if the clone goes to work and gets exhausted, does that mean that you get a clone? (laughs) So, are you, like, like, Ellie and Elliot? I think they mean that the clone is, like, an exact copy. Not that, like... Because when he was stabbing the clone, then he would have been... He would have felt that, yeah. too. So what you do has an effect on the clone and not the no, other way around. No, they don't no. feel like the physical exhaustion. They're just yeah, but, exact but I, mean, I just mean, your, like, mentally. Yeah, like, if you're, like... The, their brain is wired the same way. Yeah. yeah, but they don't feel each other's pain. Because as he was getting stabbed... Yeah, I'm, saying, I'm not like, saying that he, like, feels its pain. I'm just saying, like... So if, how would if, he feel his exhaustion I'm saying, no, I'm saying... Exhaustion is a mental thing. And its brain is wired... Like that. So if you have like a, like if you already have an established exhaustion, won't it also kind of have like the same effect? On the like clone, a, but who cares? It's not going to affect if him. he's sharing his life with this fucking thing, maybe. <laughs> yeah, but if he's exhausted, then the clone would have to be exhausted to match him, right? Uh, I think we're, I think we're getting a little. Off. <laughs> this is a pretty uh, advanced topic to be talking about clones. I don't think we would be sharing exact emotions. It's just we'd be exact copies. So like things could happen to my clone that didn't yeah, happen course. to me. But going back, Kurt is saying, if you were to accidentally kill someone or whatever, would you? <laughs> would I take responsibility, or would you pay for a clone and have the clone executed? Um. One, I wouldn't be able to afford it. <laughs> two, <laughs> same. Two, um, no, I would want to take responsibility for my own actions, but it it would be, probably be very tempting <laughs> just to be able to have like a get out of jail. If you, okay, card if you could, if you could afford it, would you? No, I still don't it? think I would. What about you, Kurt? 
He's like, I already paid <laughs> Lana, baby. Or <laughs> <Four> easy payment. <laughs> oh, God, that's hilarious. I think the, the guilt would be too much for me. Yeah, you know? definitely, 100%. Uh, so do you guys want to give your final ratings for the movie? Laura gave it a 1.5. <laughs> I would say out of five, probably a two. She only said two because I already said 1.5. <laughs> Kurt, what did you give it? What, you gave it a 1.5? No, no, no. I was, oh. I was thinking think that's what she would I was it. like, did I fucking miss it? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so last night, my knee-jerk reaction was a three. Mm-hmm. It, right now, I'm giving it a Laura's favorite number. I'm giving it 3.5. Wow. But it's... it's listen, listen, it's still... <laughs> It is still growing on me. I can yeah. wake up tomorrow morning and feel like this is a four. Yeah, it's I don't see how. It's a very strong Your shit it's is literally growing. going in the opposite Listen, direction. I know. The more I talk about it, the more I appreciate it, the more I want to watch it again. Team Infinity You cool. know what? If you ever like have a shitty film that you guys like so much wow. and want us to watch and review, Kurt's automatically going to give it <laughs> five or higher. <laughs> I feel like you just can't hate on anything. Like, we're not hating on it, but I'm saying... You sound like a hater. But I'm saying, like, you're... You're hating on me. (laughs) (laughs) You just love everything so much, and I think it's great. I got a big heart. (laughs) So do I. An enlarged heart. It's going to be (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I would say a two out of five. I wouldn't ever feel the need to have to watch this again. So we've got 3.5 and two out of five. Rob? Um... I gotta say, my initial reaction walking out of the theater last night was like, this is a four star for me, easily. But, now thinking, it's a five. thinking back on it, you know, I had the night to think about it, and I really do like the premise of the movie. I do feel like they could have done more with it. I feel like the actors did a fantastic job. Um, I'm gonna give it a 3.5. I think it's a very solid movie. I think it was very weird, very brutal, very fun. Um, just the fact that you said after last night you'd give it a four is yeah. baffling to me because you said you would never want to watch it again. Yeah, I mean, how do you give something I a, could, such a high rating? I could give like, something Ooh. a five and then never want to watch it again. That's, I mean, that's weird. That's true. Like Citizen Kane is like considered the greatest movie of all time. What is that? I've watched it once. What is that? <laughs> never heard of it. Maybe one time or one day I'll be on your guys' wavelength. wavelength but... Maybe. I mean, you gave Plane a 3.5. Yeah. Maybe you're just into action movies. I do like action films, but I also like weird sci-fi shit, too. What are, we, uh, what are we watching next week? Knock at the Cabin. Knock at the Cabin. They the better night. not fuck it up. Yeah. Based on Paul Tremblay's novel, Cabin at the End of the World. Which Kurt, was a better yeah. title. Kurt and I have read the book, so we're going to be like pen and notepad. This wasn't, this wasn't right, <laughs> this wasn't right. Robert, it's probably better off that you're going in blind because yeah. you don't it's have It's better for the podcast yeah, for sure that he's going to compare in blind. To, yeah. yeah. So. Yeah, I can't wait. Dolby Cinema. We're going to have. Oh yeah, we get the It's going to be a great time. Yeah, I hope it's great. I hope they do it justice. You got uh, Dave Batista yeah, coming in hot, literally yeah. oh, movie Grant, after movie. Yeah, yeah Rupert Grant's in there. I'm so, very excited for Batista after yeah. uh, Glass Onion. He was so funny in that movie. Mm-hmm. I'm sure he's not funny in this movie. More right. yeah. <laughs> <Martin> serious, <laughs> definitely for sure. Yeah, it's, but it's gonna be. It looks like it's gonna. Yeah, it's gonna be a good one. 
All right, so make sure you tune in next week for Knock at the Cabin, and also make sure to tune in on Wednesday for The Last of Us, Episode 3. Yes, good things coming. All right, thanks for listening, guys. Bye. You didn't say...